Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Talkin' Jacks. I am joined today as always by my co-host Ben Goshorn, aka Goose. My name is Alex Warren. Um, it is a Monday evening and I don't know about you down there, Ben, but up here it's been a beautiful day, a little chilly. Um, but yeah. we're going to talk all things um, Charlotte versus Indianapolis, or Indy 11, I guess, as they are known. Um, so, you know, how are you before we jump straight into the game? How are you doing? I'm good. It's uh, It was a very nice day. It was difficult when I went out to lunch to go back to work, but I do have to make money. Um, this podcast does not give me money at the current moment, which is <laughs> totally okay. Um, but yeah, no, it was a really nice day. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't a, uh, a goodly morning as they, they say on ArsCast, but, uh, it, it was an, it was an okay Monday. Yeah. Well, uh, I saw you were up near my neck of the woods this weekend, uh, following yeah. the game over in Winston-Salem. I have to say, of the like the three cities in this little region, I would probably call Winston the lamest, but that's okay. I didn't know there was a whole triad thing going yeah. on. Yeah. I was very surprised, yeah. I knew I was like in your region, but I didn't know I was that I didn't know there was a whole thing going on. Like there's another triangle in North Carolina. That's what I yeah. I mean I've said yeah. this this is this is like the triangle part two, I guess. Um but yeah. you know that's neither here nor there. But uh, the Charlotte Independents fell three to two on Friday night in the season opener. Um, the goals were scored by Dominique Oduro and Andrew Gutman. Uh, the first goal was assisted by Enzo Martinez. The second goal was assisted by Alex Martinez. So uh, some familiar names there assisting, and some two, two newcomers scoring goals. So, um, what was your, I guess, your biggest takeaway from the game? Um, overall, big picture, honestly, I was pretty okay. Um, I know it's kind of hard. I guess that's difficult to bring positives from a 3-2 loss at home to enter the season, but... Um, I, I, I still think... We played a really good team is the main, the big takeaway I'll have from this. We went down 3-0 in the, by the 69th minute. And not nice. We, no, not, not the, <laughs> the, the opposite of nice. Um, I'm glad you caught that. Uh, but, yeah, like, it, first half was not fun, obviously. Um, by, by any stretch, it was just not – halftime could not have come any sooner. <laughs> Uh, it just, that first 20 minutes, it just, it felt like it never, I mean, 15 really, but that first 15 or so minutes, it felt like the game was just dragging on and not in our favor. Um, but as the game continued, it felt like we settled in, um, especially mm-hmm. in the second half, I could say, which that may have been more like game state than anything else in some sense of the way. But, but what did you think? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, I think you could just, you could just tell that one team had played a game and one team hadn't like um, the, yeah. the, the, a lot of the mistakes that we made in the first half were um, the kind of mistakes that you kind of expect a team to make in the first, uh, in the first game, some sloppy passes, uh, guys not being on the same page, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, 
the first the first goal, I mean, uh, that's really not a mistake you ever expect the goalkeeper to make. I mean, I, I don't know. I he just I don't know if he just didn't see it or what, but um, yeah. he was Brandon Miller was really frozen on that shot. Um, he did get his fingers to it, but it was it was much too late to do anything about it. Um, mm-hmm. That's one that I, I I don't think we'll see him make a mistake like that the rest of the season more than likely just because it was such a kind of elementary type mistake. Um, and, and I don't want to take too much away. I mean, it was a good strike. Um, I think maybe the strike actually took Miller for surprise. Uh, I think maybe yeah. he was just surprised that he that, that he was able to put it on frame. Um, but he had a lot of space um, to, to take the shot. So, I again, you know, it's just um, not the it's not the goal you want to give up as the first goal of the season. But uh, yeah. I thought he rebounded well the next time he was challenged. He made a great save. It's just we mm-hmm. couldn't clear the rebound, and I, I, I don't put I don't put that on Brandon Miller. And then later in the game, he came up really big. Um, I don't I think it was after we had scored our goal when um, he made that save where the guy tried to chip him. Um, and he kind of came off his line yeah. and, and, and got the ball. So that, so he, I mean, after, after he made the mistake, I think he rebounded well. And I actually thought he looked really good with the ball at his feet as well. So like, I don't want to just yeah. like, um, single out his error without like, you know, giving him credit where I, you know, that's something that I thought maybe, um, was going to be a little worrisome because we didn't see him play with the ball at his feet a whole lot last year. Uh, but he no. was – I think he has been watching some uh, Liverpool and Man City game tape because there was one mm. time where – it wasn't quite a no-look pass, but he definitely looked off a defender and then kind of passed it across his body at the last second. Oh. Um, you probably wouldn't oh. have caught that from the stands just because you were – it was it was in the first half and it was you were on the other side. So um, Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. I think he um, – the first goal was not great. Um, I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but honestly, I think overall, he he had a, a – I mean, he led in three goals. Three goals went past him. But I think he had a pretty good game, all things considered. Um, the certain things that I I thought were worrisome for him last year with getting the ball in the air and gra- catching the ball in the air, uh, I mean, there were – two or three times where he, he caught it at the apex of the tight and, and held onto it. Um, so I think those were really good things um, that he did good in the game. Um, of course, that save you mentioned uh, that the commentators, I'm sure you noticed too, had mentioned that normal keepers would just go low and, and knock off that shot and then they'll get they'll leave themselves susceptible for the chip. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do that. He made himself big, as uh, people say. Um but yeah, it was it was definitely a game that it was kind of a two different halves type type of game, in a way. Um, I we talked about this before, but I was kind of surprised the possession was kind of flip flop or as much in our favor mm-hmm. as it was. Um, I pretty much think it's more or less about the amount of passes we had to build up for our attack compared to theirs. I mean, they. Yeah. I think the the most troublesome part of the first half defensively was that, and really just, 
I don't even know if it's necessarily defensively, but just chemistry and um, knowing where we need to be. We left a ton of space on the pitch, and they just took advantage of it. I mean, yeah. there was as much as we tried to play long balls, um, they did, and they had a lot of space to run into. Um, I think that's what really killed us in the first half is we gave them a lot of space and with them being a, a fairly veteran squad, um, they took advantage of that and they capitalized on their opportunities. I mean, if you, if you look at it really surprisingly to me too, um, the, the amount of shots total were, were fairly similar. I mean, they definitely had more shots total, mm-hmm. um, but in the, and on to to piggyback on that, we gave them way too many good opportunities in the box, and a team of this quality isn't going to miss those opportunities. They're just not. You can't you can't give them seven opportunities in the box. Well, I don't know if they're actually seven in the box. Oh, twelve in the box. Even worse. Um, <laughs> you, you can't give a, a team like that twelve opportunities in the box to shoot and and not expect them to score. Quite frankly, unless Miller's in a play out of his mind. But uh, but yeah, um, I, I think the game as it went on uh, decided or kind of settled in for for better. Yeah, I think um, I think there's. You know, we were talking about an overall takeaway. I think my overall takeaway is that uh, I think we're going to be okay in the long run. I think we're going to. Um, I actually think we're. I was a little bit impressed with how far along we were compared to where I thought we would be. I thought we would really struggle, mm. and 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 to be fair, I mean, we did in the first half, but when we turned it, I mean, we. We really turned it around in the second half. It was really unfortunate that we gave up that goal, uh, the third goal, because I thought we had come out of the locker room yeah. um, and and really played well in that first part of the second half. Um, and then I think uh, we were talking kind of offline. Once they did score the third goal, the fact that we didn't hang our heads um, and let it get ugly, yeah. the fact mm-hmm. that we, we showed a lot of fight and determination to get it back, uh, to get back into the game, you know, I was watching it delayed, um, and I really thought we were going to get a third goal um, after Gutman scored. Yeah. I really, I mean, I really did. I think we just kind of ran out of gas, um, and that's just that's going to happen yeah. when it's it's the first game, and um, you know, fitness is still an issue. Uh, one thing that, like like you said, we left a lot of space. I think mainly that was due to the system of uh, and and kind of having Gutman be so far forward um he he did better he did much better in the second half i thought early in the game he was trying to do a little too much um there was one moment in the first half i can't remember if it was before we gave up the goal or or afterwards um but there was one point where we tried to play a long ball to gutman into the box Mm -hmm. and there was no one else around him so it was like one on four um and there, I mean, I, there was not even an independence player in the frame of the shot or on, you know, on the camera, which was not great because yeah. of the wind. They had to, they had to put it in the stands instead of on that, uh, the, the giant lift thing where you get that nice overhead angle. But, um, that's kind of beside the point as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought in the first half, Gutman was maybe a little bit too aggressive. 
Um, and in the second half, he was a little more measured. He, 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 he timed his forward runs really well, but he also uh, was conscious to, to track back and, and, and defend. Because I, I think what's going to happen is if he, if he is going to be as aggressive as he was in the first half, um, that's fine. But yeah. someone's going to have to cover that space in behind him. And there wasn't, that wasn't happening in the first half. Like right. y- y- you see that sometimes where you'll have one of the defensive mids drop in and kind of cover that space when he goes forward. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's a great, if, if that's a strategy we're going to use, that that's excellent because I thought Gutman looked really sharp in the final third. Um, he had, he had a couple of really good crosses, he took he took a couple of shots. Maybe one was kind of ill advised. Um, he didn't really have a good angle yeah. and ended up just kind of blasting it beside the goal. But if we're going to be that aggressive on the wings, um, our our defensive midfielders have to be aware of that and have to cover that space in behind. Otherwise, smart teams are just going to stick a winger out there on the touchline. And when 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 Gutman goes into the final third and we lose possession, they're just going to play it in behind him. You know. But yeah, overall, um, I think we're gonna be. I think we're gonna be okay. I think we're going to hopefully learn from this. I'd like. I'd, I really want to know why Roberts didn't play. Um, yeah, because I That's think one thing you I mentioned you mentioned on. chemistry, I, mm-hmm. and in Mond and Tico have probably not have probably played together the least of like any of our players because I think Tico was just added really recently. I don't you know. I know Mal- yeah. I know Mond was kind of in some of the preseason games, but um, but yeah, I, Roberts was one of our first signings, so he's been in camp since yep. day one. Um, that's that's interesting. I, I hope it's, I mean, I hope it's not um, injury related because I don't want him to be hurt. But part of yeah. me hopes it's injury related because otherwise, like, why you know, why is he not on the field? Yeah, it it was. What did you? What were your takeaways from the starting lineup in the in the formation, in essence? Because uh, I was, I don't want to say shocked, but um, that's the word I would describe when I first saw the the starting lineup. I was um, um, also graph. Kudos to whoever made that graphic. Um, it was gorgeous. Yeah, um, it's very surprising. I noticed that as well. I think James did it. Uh, I think yeah. James does all that stuff. Um, yeah, so it was listed as a four four two when the team put it out, and like I did mention the camera earlier, I had a really hard time seeing what where the players were on the field um, because of the yeah. camera angle. Uh, if you if you watched it at home, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but if you were there, obviously, you probably noticed that they didn't have the camera up on the crane, like they or not the crane, but the whatever that's called. Um, yeah the scaffold the lift whatever uh they normally have it up high so you can you can get a really good feel for where the where the players are on the field um when it's not up there when it's in the stands like it was uh, presumably due to the wind um it was really low and not centered it was it was not centered so the 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 person operating the camera was um having to zoom in kind of a good bit to keep the the frame from just being a bunch of fans, like the back of fans heads. And then the field, they had to zoom in a lot. So it was really terrible for like analyzing where anybody was on the field um, in terms of like formationally. So 
Um, I'm just going to have to trust that it... I, it didn't seem like we were really playing a 4-4-2, but it's it really hard for me to tell. Um, yeah. But no, I was pretty surprised because all we've heard about is that 4-4... Um, four, four, or. 4-3-3 with kind of down the line, wingers who want to get down the line. It seemed like Jake, I thought Jake was going to play as a winger, but it seemed he played a little bit more centrally. Um, yeah. And it was Enzo who was who was wide more often than not. And that was surprising mm-hmm. um, because I think Enzo is most effective in the center of the field. Um, yeah. And I think you could see him kind of struggle to find the game a little bit in the first half uh he had that one really good interchange where he came inside and and linked up with alex and jorge in around the box and he would have gotten a, a, at least a shot on target if uh our guy king hadn't have slid in and made a last last ditch tackle um this was late in the first half it was it was probably the best chance we created other than the goals um mm. so you know, I I think I think it's just going to take some time to to get the chemistry right. Um, it, it, Oduro, I think, will be a starter long term. Uh, it sounded like he's yeah. been he's been dealing with a little bit of a heel injury. Um, I hope that's not oh. a. Did they mention that on the stream? Um, no, it was mentioned after the game. Oh, okay. That I was um. That I think that was an Ashley Mahoney. Uh. Um, nugget that makes sense um yeah it's interesting um if you look at the average position it almost ended up being in a really warped way a 4-3-3 okay so like with um i was wondering about that like yeah because i think uh one of the things that we've talked about is that the wingers tuck in a lot which if Mm. that's the case i mean that makes sense if if alex and enzo are your wingers they're probably going to play pretty tucked in. Um, yeah. Especially if they – because, you know, I was just surprised to see Alex on the right side of the field because we're so used to Alex starting on the left and playing, you know, inverted. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. The average, I, I see what you're saying with the average position. Mm-hmm. It Yeah, it is essentially a 4-3-3. In a way, yeah. As you, as It sounds like you can see it. It's a really warped one. <laughs> Obviously, but it definitely looked like Airman was playing a lot more centrally. Mm-hmm. And then Alex was a really only main. Obviously, we had the wing attacks of, of Gutman and Johnson, but yeah, as, as midfield attack, Alex was our main wide attacker, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I think the biggest thing that killed us in the first half, and this may be my, uh, um, I don't even know what to call this, but from my view, it may be where I'm basing this opinion on, but Hackshaw, he's so good and I hate it. Um, he completely nullified both Alex and Joel. Like they, they were trying their darndest to, to get up and, and make some combination plays and, and do this and, and make some, some crafty long passes and things like that between the two of them. Yeah. I mean, there was a number of times you, you would have thought any normal – I mean, Hackshaw's not really a center back, but any typical tall, lanky center back isn't going to be able to cut cut down that gap between um, the passer and the where, where he was wanting to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, he did it time and time again. Um, it, he, yeah, he Hackshaw's really a great player. 
Yeah, he and he was winning balls in the air. Um, it was uh, it, it was unfortunately a, a major throughout the game, but especially in the first half, um, a, a, something that really just negated our attack on the wings because it, it seemed like it was an idea to to get Alex wide, draw defenders out, and then get the ball back centrally for Enzo or or. Uh, Jorge or even uh, Airman too. I think Airman or Armin, I correct myself. I'm going to get that right halfway through the year maybe. Sorry, Jake. Um, but uh, Armin was pretty good, I think. Um, I think overall we didn't really seem to want to take the shot. And I, I think Enzo kind of uh, had that happen to him a couple times. There was definitely one moment in the box in the second half where – he was on the corner of the box, essentially, or just breaking into the box. But it seemed like normally he would he would just cut in and, and take the shot. Mm-hmm. But he kind of held it up. Maybe he was waiting for players to get into a better attacking position. But um, it was – I think there's definitely some, some rust to kick off, um, especially with just the, the type of play we're going to be playing too. Um, I think in the midfield we – didn't do great though and i think that's what kind of killed us is i think uh gutman and, and joel did pretty good overall i think alex did good considering he was going against a really tough matchup um he actually oh i wish i had this up right now i'm pretty sure alex had the most key passes which was four on the game um and of course he had the assist um uh, which was quite nice Mm-hmm. Um, all things considered. And the thing that I'll say, too, about Alex this, this game, he had some moments where he was not great. There, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he had he had some moments where he wasn't particularly exceptional. But he continued to battle. Like, because Hackshaw was negating him left and right, mm-hmm. and he battled to get that assist. So that's a major thing I'll, I'll take away from this game, is that Alex seemed composed three-fourths the game, really. Um, and continued to battle throughout the game. Um, and I think it's something you kind of talked about before, but I think it's something that can't go unnoticed that, like, if our squad from 2018 played in this game and we went down 3-0 in the, by the 69th minute, it would have gotten really ugly, really – it would have continued to get uglier. Yeah. And I, I would have been very surprised if we would have scored a goal later on. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I um... – I actually thought Alex played pretty well, all things considered. Um, considering he was kind of playing in a position we really haven't seen him play on that right side. Um, his yeah. his assist was really good. That was a really good ball. Um, he yep. he also just had moments where he uh, he would find find space and um, he wasn't hesitant to to play the ball. He would he would play the play the pass and then move. Um, and I thought I thought he did really well. I, yep. You know, out, after Enzo kind of found the game, I thought he played pretty well. Um, I don't mm. I don't believe he had a shot on target, um, and I know he took that one shot from from distance that was way off. Um, but yeah, you know, I think some of this is just gonna you can chalk it up to just first game stuff. Um, yeah, we've been, you know, there's gonna be chemistry issues for the first few weeks because some of these guys are, are came, came in a little late. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had the weird bye week situation in week one. 
Um, yeah. So that just so weird. Because so all the teams, there were two Eastern Conference teams that didn't play. So, but sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah. It would have been nice if we could have played the other team that didn't play instead of the you know the odds-on favorite to win the Eastern Conference coming off of a loss. <laughs> I think that was part of it too. Like yeah. Indy, they not only were they one week into their season already, but they were they had a disappointing yeah. result in St. Louis. They were able to go into training and, and, and clean up some things. Um, and that's what I expect us to do. I expect us to go to train this mm-hmm. week, clean up some of these mistakes, um, especially defensively. You know, I, I think my biggest gripe about this game is that all three goals we gave up were very preventable. Um, I mean, the second one is kind of – it's like a combination of bad luck and then bad defending. Um, the, the, the first – the fact that they we allowed the shot to begin with, is it was poor defending – um, but, but Miller made a really good save on the first shot and we just couldn't get it clear. I think that's kind of where the bad luck comes in because I mean, you can, you, yeah. you can control what you do when the ball comes to you, but if it bounces right to the, you know, right to the attacking player's foot, um, that's a little bit unfortunate. Uh, the third goal you know, set piece, um, I believe it was Taku's man. He just, he lost him at the back post and, um, there was no one defending the post and, and Miller was kind of caught off his line. So all the guy really had to do was lob it back to the, the opposite post. Um, and Jorge did his best, but he was that it, that's really hard to keep out. Um, yeah. I mean, to his credit, he almost did. He almost did keep it out. Um, yeah, it would have been something. It have been Donnie 2.0. In it really was. It, re- it was, it was really similar to that. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I don't know if yeah. that's one where maybe next time you you stick a guy on the post who can be there to head that away or just do a better job of uh, marking on the original ball. Um, that's one guy we really haven't talked about at all is, is Taku. Uh, I, he, he was a real was mixed bag, to... I think. Um, he had that mm-hmm. moment where he lost the, the guy, but I thought some of his passing in the in the center of the field was really good. Um, and that yeah. shot that he had at the end of the game, um, was really, really close. Yeah. I don't know if I you mean, ever saw the replay of it. Uh, but it was, I, I think if he'd have, if he'd have had the space to take another touch and, and, and take it from, you know, five, five or six yards further in, I think it's, it's a goal. Um, I, I think it would have snuck yeah. in that post because it, it was curling away from the goalkeeper. Uh, it was just, he took it from just a little bit too far out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of surprised to see Taku start. To be honest with you, I was I was um, really surprised as well. I think, um, first of all, that shot I don't think was a bad idea. I mean, I don't love the idea, but given the game state, we need a chance. We need an opportunity. If they're gonna leave a fairly leave open a shot like that, take it. Yeah, that that's what we need. I'm to, okay to with it too. To continue it. Um, Overall, for Taku, I think he he seemed like he was rushing himself in the first half. Um, as the game went on, I think he got better. I think he'll be a fairly good complement to um, to George, in essence, because he was pretty good getting forward, too, I think, is yeah. one thing that he kind of differentiated himself between him and George. I think I, I liked him getting forward overall. Um, I do think he, he did lose possession – Yep, uh, mostly in the first half. But when he lost possession, it wasn't in good positions, and that was another. Yep, like, that, I think he had. Yeah, I think he, he doing. 
I think one of his giveaways actually led to the second goal. Um, I want to say. I wouldn't be. I know there was there was definitely a an opportunity that he gave up when he lost the ball. I remember yeah. that for a fact. Yeah, I definitely um, agree with that. Like, um, if yeah. if he's going to be in that central position because he's listed on on the roster as a defender, um, so I think yeah. I think the idea was to bring him in as a as Joel's backup and as a guy who can fill in in the midfield when needed. I think he was having to fill in. Uh, I think I think yeah. really ultimately uh, when we when we play our our best eleven, so to speak. I don't think he'll be in it. Um, I think he'll be a bench, a bench guy, a spot starter in the midfield, spot starter for Joel. Um, because I think I think we're gonna see a midfield. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I haven't seen this Hill guy play, but I imagine they're not bringing him over just to sit. Um, yeah, that's fair. And and I think but I think we might see Alex play in that midfield. I think we'll see Enzo play in the in the midfield three some. I think we may even see Jorge play in that midfield yep. three uh, occasionally. Yep. Um, possibly Jorge Jorge had a pretty quiet game as well. I think that was more because of um, we were playing against. It was basically he was always two on one um, because they they were playing yep. a three man backline, so there were always two guys essentially there to to, to kind of take him out of the play. Um, so yeah. that's, that's one thing that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I, all things considered, I'm not like super upset. Um, I know we have a couple questions about like if we're panicking or anything. Um, all three goals were kind of individual mistakes. Um, uh, they weren't like, you know, system systematic. I don't think, um, I think those are things that are going to get cleaned up. Um, and the attacking end, when when uh, when Oduro came on, we were a whole different team. I mean, that was um, yeah. for twenty minutes, we looked phenomenal. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much done talking about the game. If you are, I mean, we can kind of go into our um, listener questions, unless there's One something thing else I'm you have. Curious if you can guess, because I would have never guessed this, and it's kind of. A random thing. I don't think anyone could get right. But who do you think had the most crosses in the game? Uh, both teams or just us, just uh, Charlotte? Uh, just Charlotte, sorry. I think Gutman probably. He he was close. I think he was second. Um, he had, Enzo had, he had five several. crosses. Enzo had the most. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. Gutman had four. Um, which it says none of them were connected but there was definitely the one that uh enzo was on the end of and just didn't get the shot maybe it was deflected i don't know but yeah i was pretty surprised by that and i wanted to make sure and mention that um so it's interesting that we saw enzo get the most amount of crosses um i was surprised at the at the volume of crosses as well um i don't know i maybe a lot of them i can't i can't really picture when they took place maybe a lot of them took place late um i don't and and two like i don't know if like the Enzo one, I don't know if that counts as a cross where he, uh, the one where he got the assist. Like to me, that's not a cross. Yeah, uh, that'd be an interesting one because it's not a very long pass, but it's into the box. I don't know. It's, that uh, that you know assist what? was oh, awesome. If, if they did an assist of the week, I think that would have oh. won it because uh, he skinned yeah. that defender, the first defender, and then he he hit it with the outside of his boot. Yep. and put it right on right into the path of Oduro, um, who did yep. really well because I mean that was not long after he came in the game, um, 
yeah. then Al- Alex's assist was great as well. Um, we've seen yeah, Alex do that the- from the other side of the field a lot. So that was mm. that was cool. I think that Enzo's cross did was considered Enzo's assist was considered a cross, oddly yeah. enough, which doesn't seem accurate. But who are we to say? Um, yeah, they considered that a cross. Okay, well that's fine. Opta knows best. Um, but yeah, I guess we're I'm ready to put a bow on the the analysis, I suppose. Alrighty. Well, um, let me pull up our listener questions and we'll go from there. So our first, uh, our first listener question comes from our friend Evan Valella. And he, uh, mm. he said, what stage of hitting the panic button are you at? Um, for me personally, maybe a two. Um, if we don't have the comeback we had, I'd maybe put that as far as a five. But really, I mean, it's the first game of the season. We're playing against a team that had played. This will be their second game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't necessarily at full strength either. That's the thing. For We weren't a, had our, we didn't have our best squad out there is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'm not sure um, when we'll be at full reason. strength either. You know, it, there's still, I think, one or two more guys that have to get announced. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, but all those things considered, I'm really not that worried. And you couple that with the the team we were playing against too. Mm-hmm. If we do this against uh, Loudoun United or a um, other lower of the tier Eastern Conference team, yeah, I'm a little concerned. I, I, if if this is a non-playoff team or a new team we do this against, it's concerning. But all things considered, I I'll take more positives than this than negatives. Quite frankly, uh, yeah, I I completely agree with that. Um, I know that's kind of a weird line to take. Um, you know, when you give up you give up three goals in your home debut, that's never good. But I think the yeah. way we responded to that within the game, um, mm-hmm. and and really the way just the just the manner in which we gave them up, like it was frustrating. Um, but it wasn't frustrating to the point of like, oh my goodness, these guys can't play. I think it's just more like, yeah. uh, I want to see this. I see. I want to see what this defense looks like with Hugh Roberts as the anchor. Um, True. I, I think I'm not even going to think about panicking until we see Hugh Roberts on the field. Until we see Dominic Orduro starting, mm-hmm. um, and and get a few games under our belt. Um, yeah. This first, this, like I said um, the other day, this first stretch is tough. You know, four yeah. the first four out of our first five games are against really good teams uh, or, or teams that were really good last year. It's it's yet to be seen if they're good this year. Um, and then in Atlanta, who's coming up this weekend, they look to be improved. Um, so this is not an easy schedule to start the season. I don't think there really are are going to be any easy games in the Eastern Conference mm. this year. Uh, because it was a it was a bloodbath last year, and we added two playoff teams from the Western Conference, along with some uh, some uh, new uh, expansion teams. So mm-hmm. it, it's probably even going to be tougher this year than it was last year. So yay! Woo! Uh, Evan also Leave added that parody. he would he would not hit the panic button, um, and that he thinks mm. the first week by is unlucky because it throws off the momentum. So yeah, thanks USL. Um, 
So our friend Brian, who was on the show, he said, piggybacking off of thoughts that he's seen, based on this performance, are you more confident or less confident in Charlotte's chances of making the playoffs? And I'll go first. I'm actually more confident, um, which is a weird thing to say coming off of a loss. But, like, I was encouraged by just some of the passages of play. Um, I think the the defense is going to take a little time to come together. Um, The pressing was a little disjointed at times. It seems like – I mean, Coach McGinnis has really emphasized the fact that we're going to press and try to win the ball high up the field. Um, I can't really think of any times that we won the ball high up the field and like immediately were able to create a chance. And he's talked several times about like winning the ball back up high up the field to create chances. And we didn't really do a whole lot of that. So that's something that I think is going to take a little time to come together. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually more confident and seeing Odoro play, seeing Enzo play, uh, seeing Alex, I don't know, just seeing some of the, the mixes of the old faces and the new faces, um, yeah, it, it actually gave me a little bit more confidence to think that we're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's, I would say, like I kind of said earlier, there's more positives than negatives. Um, I'll say, so overall, I don't want to say neutral because that's unlike me to be negative on it or neutral, I guess, but it, it's more positive. It's more, I think it's more likely we make the playoffs now because we played we play. We continued to battle against a really good club, rather than kind of just let the game get away from us. Um, I guess you could say. Yeah. So uh, the next question comes from Lance Bristow, and he says, "I saw a preseason power ranking of Indy Eleven at fourth. Where would you guys place Charlotte at this stage?" I saw plenty of positives to take away from the loss, which includes the coach. Just have to settle in. So it sounds like Lance is kind of on the same page with us. Um, I like that. Uh, I like your uh, avatar, by the way, Lance. Um, yes. I, t- I took that photo. I got a chance to meet Lance this Oh, weekend. did you? Awesome. He was at the game. Yeah. Uh, so nice to meet you, Lance. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I see us in, like, the – I'd say 7 to 10 range. I know yeah. that's kind of a cop-out because that's so many uh, – places there but i think we're a solid playoff team with potential for about a seventh upside um depending on how things fall yeah yeah i I, i'm kind of with you there i mean it's way too early to judge um but i think kind of where i was thinking we were at the beginning of the season was fringe playoff team um and this game kind of gave me a little more confidence. So I think, yeah, I think anywhere in those first few playoff spots, um, or I guess technically last few playoff spots, um, Mm. I think is kind of a good, um, kind of a good place to set that line. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we, it it could be an anomaly. We could have just looked better than we are. We, you know, we could be terrible. I don't know. Um, I don't want to think that, but, We'll have to wait yeah. wait a few more games before we can really get a good gauge on um, on really any of the teams. Um, it's really too early to judge anybody at this point. Um, mm. But uh, Charles asks, uh, or he he says that the man of the match for him was Oduro. Completely changed the match when he came on. 
thought the first half was very disjointed. Yeah, I think we pretty much all agree there. Second half was better. Yep, definitely. Uh, he asked, basically his question is perhaps the side effects of signing the player so late. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I think I think a little bit of that. Uh, do, do you think, I think Tico was probably the, the last man signed who would actually like started, right? Because I don't, he yeah, hadn't been in camp so. for that long. I think he got maybe the week before the week of maybe later, maybe later in the week, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's really difficult to pick a man of a match. Um, I was going to do a cop out and just say Martinez. Um, Martinez and brothers. One. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because they both got an assist. So I, I could do that. But um Really, I don't know. I really liked Gutman. I was I was kind of down on him the first half, as as Chris will vouch for. Yeah. Um. So before he calls me out on Twitter for changing my tune, um, I I didn't think he had a great first half, but I think he settled in in the second half. I think he provided a lot of he 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 provided some good stops in the second half defensively too, mm-hmm. uh, that I didn't necessarily think was a huge part of his game. Um, and really, I think another aspect um, on the goal he scored was his quickness, because he seemed to come out of nowhere. That may have been because of the camera angle, but it, <laughs> it, it, it felt like he he read that cross perfectly. And I mean, you see how many times people on corners miss headers. Yeah, that's that's six foot plus guys, and I and I think he said this in the. Uh, uh, post-game press conference that it doesn't take a tall player necessarily to win headers and, and to score with their head um and we saw that in uh in both occurrences uh for our goals yeah um not 100 percent sure how tall oduro is but um he's not the tallest fellow um so i i think i really liked gutman and i think he uh not that we needed to see him solidify his starting role or his skill but he uh He's going to be exciting to watch. Um, I guess we can um, crown him as uh, Goatman now, as, as you said. In, uh, in the chat, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was saving that one for a tweet later in the season, but that's okay. We'll get oh, a little sneak well, preview. Okay. That's all right. Yeah, I, 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 I actually completely agree. I, I think um, if I had to pick somebody uh, for the independents who, who – put together like probably the best body of work i would i think gutman would definitely be up there um like you said he kind of struggled in the first half i thought he was a little overly aggressive both offensively and defensively um but there was he made that one really great slide tackle uh later in the first half and i think really from there he kind of settled down uh got into the game He, he like i said earlier he really timed his um his runs forward really well in the second half. Um, he was still aggressive. He was still playing very within a very attacking mindset, but he wasn't um, he wasn't reckless with his like getting forward. Like he was he, he was mm. definitely more measured. Um, I thought he picked his crosses out better. Like he wasn't just aimlessly putting it into the box, hoping somebody would get ahead on it. Um, yeah, I think he really grew, grew into the match. I think maybe there was a little bit of nerves at the start um which is totally understandable playing in your first pro game um mm. 
but yeah, I, I think he's going to be one to watch for sure, especially if we're going to continue to play um, with with basically two really over, overlapping fullbacks. Um, that's exciting. I think I think he's going to be um, I think he's going to be a good player. There was a, did you see that tweet where one of the it was a Celtic blog said he would return to Celtic in the summer. Oh, I think I did. What what did it say? Is it, I, was it the one that said something like, "Can't wait for you to return and score in Celtic Park"? I, or no, there was called? like a. It was like a blog. Oh. Like somebody actually wrote in oh. in the blog that said like, "Gutman will return to Celtic in June," um, and it's like, I like well, so I mean, I don't. Well, I doubt it because he's got to get yeah. a. He, the reason he isn't there now is because he couldn't get a work permit. He didn't qualify. Um, uh, so I doubt he's going to qualify for a work permit after like three months of playing professionally. I don't know. We'll, uh, I'd be surprised if he's yeah. not with us the entire season. Um, mm. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in, in, in you know, Scottish law or anything. Um, but I know <laughs> that a lot of this happens to a lot of young Americans. Um, who you know i think he even talked about it on hugh roberts podcast he was saying like he just couldn't he didn't qualify for a work permit because he'd never played professionally um Mm. so i don't know how that works exactly but i would be surprised for him to return to celtic that quickly Uh, but if he does good for him um yeah but i would like to i would i would love to have him for the whole season though (laughs) yeah let's hope he plays just well enough but not too well to get called that back by them um yeah, that that does it for all the game related questions, um, but we do have this. We do have one question from our friend Matt, uh, Matty T Dub. He says uh, he wants some behind the scenes talk. So um, he yeah. he wants to know what kind of equipment we use. How do we get started podcasting? What do we use the anchor funds for? Unfortunately, we don't get any anchor funds. Um, <laughs> if you would like to donate to this podcast, you can do that through Anchor. Um, it's i've never used it i don't know how it works exactly i think it might be like a venmo type thing where you just put it in your credit card information and send us a buck or two or something um totally up to you if you want to send us some money you can and if you send us money it'll probably go towards uh stickers maybe i don't know i don't know what we'll use what use it for um yeah but uh and then he wants to know how we prepare for episodes so um i guess we'll just answer kind of all these at once um i think we both have the same microphone right you, you, we both use the yeti yeah. blue blue yeti uh mm-hmm. i think yeti is the model blue is the company um yep mm-hmm. that's right very, pretty standard podcasting mic it's like a usb goes right into the laptop um very good how did we get started podcasting so funnily enough we were both on an episode of the Soccer and Sweet Tea podcast a couple years ago, um, talking yep. about the independence. And um, then after that, we just wanted to start. I really wanted to start a podcast, and Ben was the one who was like, "Yeah, I'll do that with you." And we just <laughs> we just kind of did it. It wasn't uh, we didn't do a whole lot of planning. We just I think we like had lunch one day and decided to just go for it. <laughs> yep. We used to that record place, out of my uh, – oh, what were you going to say? I was just going to say the place we met for lunch no longer exists. I, I was gonna, um, Yeah, I was I was actually going to say that too. Uh, I think it exists. Yeah, I, I think it's just something, I think it's just something else now. 
Um, I forget yeah. what it was called. It was like a little cafe with like, it was kind of a weird place. Like they had like a, they, they couldn't decide what they wanted to be. They had like craft beer, yeah. craft coffee, sandwiches. Like it was kind of like too many, they tried to be too many things. Um, so obviously yeah. that didn't work out for them. Um, nope. We used to record out of my apartment. Um, we used to sit at my kitchen table and do it, but then I moved. Uh, I don't, I don't live in Charlotte anymore. Um, so now we, uh, now we record everything over Skype, which, uh, works out pretty well most of the time, as long as the internet's cooperating. Occasionally when I, when we have guests, I mean, there's three of us, it will glitch out really bad. Um, and that's when you hear the, the robot sound. So if you ever hear the robot sound, it's because of Skype. Um, somebody has a bad internet connection. Mm. And then how do we prepare for episodes? So this one is a little bit kind of depends on the episode. Um, I try to watch the game twice, um, especially if I if I'm at the game, uh, because I often find that when you're at the game, you're at least for me, I'm way more wrapped up in just kind of being a fan. Um, Whereas Mm -hmm. after after that, I can go back and kind of look for patterns and look for interesting things that happen um this case i only watched it once because i was already at home and i knew because of the terrible camera angle that i wasn't going to be able to get a whole lot of analysis um out of watching it again so um typically we just kind of we text each other different topics to talk about uh it's really nice really kind of boring um we don't do anything super elaborate uh at least not yet we're not uh, not yet yeah we haven't uh maybe once some uh um, <clears throat> some anchor donations. Come yeah, in. get those we'll anchor funds we'll rolling in, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll put a little more time and effort into it. <laughs> yeah, we will hashtag be champions when that happens. Oh, uh, I let's talk. Let's talk about that for a second for the league stuff. Um, have you mm. enjoyed the the new graphics and kind of the new brand of the championship? Yeah, it's um. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty excited that the changes. It it was inter- I was really curious when they unveiled the new like tier system. Um, it it seemed like they kind of were like they unveiled a bunch of things, and I was curious to see what actually like changed necessarily. But they've really like upped their game and everything. I mean, even like their standing graphics uh, for their week to week standings of the league. Those have upgraded. Yeah. Um, there's there's a pretty darn good amount of just overall things that have changed. Um, I think there's definitely I've noticed a few things here and there that are still like oh USL is going to USL. Yeah. Um, one of them I don't know if you saw it, but I think it was like El Paso um, on their graphic. Their coach was uh, um, it was like the the last name was head coach or something. It, it oh, was, it was it just was yeah. Those yeah, are it was, like. Those yeah, are typically um, like, like the on-site people who, if you you know, they make they make mistakes too. So, no, I um, I enjoy it. I think I to me it feels all a lot more professional. I mean, if you just look at if you go back three years to when everything was on YouTube and everything was um, you know, the website was okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Everything to me just feels so much more professional these days. The 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 quality of the the picture quality is so much better. Um, the graphics are phenomenal. Uh, there's still little issues. I mean, camera angles. 
there's there's some things that can obviously not be improved upon because of location um and i know like the the game the the independence game it wasn't their fault it was the the wind it's probably not safe to have somebody up on a scaffolding yeah. like that um if in, when the wind is dangerous like that um so it's it's understandable um and some of those things are not preventable my biggest gripe is like the naming of everything like um now instead of it just i don't know i feel like they're forcing the championship into everything um and i guess that's what they have to do because it's the name of it but like i was reading an article yeah. i think it was an article about dane kelly maybe i think it was mm. like a, one of the previews for this for this our game um and it was like <laughs> usl championship usl championship usl championship usl championship like five times in like three sentences it was like it was it was just like oh beat a dead horse why don't you i, I don't know i wish I, there needs to be some kind of nickname other than just calling it the championship um because it's it just i don't know it feels weird it feels kind of forced uh but you know if that's the only thing we have to complain about then we're doing pretty well i guess yeah it's uh it's interesting um uh, and one thing i did just notice i've been kind of uh um, you may have been hearing typing, and if you do, if you have, I apologize. But I've been <laughs> noticing that they just included a uh, records book, which, fun fact, I did not know this, and I've never heard of this spoken anywhere. So this isn't a drastic thing. I'm just going to build it up for no reason. Jorge Herrera has 32 assists um, and has the most in league history. So really, hip hip. Wow, Jorge. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, oh, it's a download. Of... It's a downloadable record book. Yeah, it's a, it's that's a PDF definitely new. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I did not know that. And he's as some people may know, um, he has two assi- two goals away from uh, Dane Kelly, which luckily Dane Kelly did not score in the last match. He got very close. Um, oh wow, this is kind of neat. Yeah, there's a lot of it was a lot more in depth than I anticipated it being. Um, um, and yeah, I even noticed on here they have like team um, by team breakdowns. Yeah, interesting. Uh, this is great going over a, a file on a podcast, but uh, it's been a while since we've done something like this. So that's true. If you if you really want to know, it's if you go to USL website, go to stats records, and <laughs> download. You can download the report. It's a forty six page PDF. Uh, looks pretty cool. I'm not yes. gonna sit here and read any more of it. Um, yeah, I, we'll get out of here for now. We're gonna we're uh, gonna be back with uh, I almost called it the Arscast Extra. That's just because I was listening to that on the way home from dinner. Um, we're gonna be back with Talking Jacks Extra um, on Thursday, or we'll record on Thursday. We'll re- release it on Friday, just like usual. Um, hopefully, we'll be talking to Jason Longshore again. Um, if not, I'm sure there's somebody we can talk to who knows their Atlanta United uh, two squad. Um, so yeah, we're, you know, we lost the game, but I think we are set up to, um, to, to play pretty well this season. I, I was, I was very encouraged by the second half. I was encouraged by the, um, by the substitution of Oduro. Um, and, and by the fact that when we got down three zero, um, we did not hang our heads. We really fought back, um, and really, um, played played really well over the last half hour of the game. Uh, I thought we I thought we were the much better team. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, this upcoming week. And uh, Ben, do you have anything to add before we get out of here? 
No, just excited for what should be a beautiful day at the Sportsplex on Saturday. Um, And we will be back with you later on to talk about that. All righty. We'll talk to you guys Thursday. And come on, you jacks. Woo!